you get this, I will actually suck you off. I feel like I'm on the right <laughs> I'm track. I'm putting that on the record. <laughs> <laughs> Am I allowed to spray the police? No. Because in my head, I was- Of course not. <laughs> Why not? I can torture No, you can, bit. but there might be consequences yeah, coming yeah, your sorry, way, which course. you might, well, you definitely don't want. Okay. You might get some pepper spray in your <laughs> eyes. <laughs> Welcome back to Critical Banter. This is the podcast where we take the very best bits from your favorite late night shows and pack them into one single podcast. Today's game, final game of our week-long, month-long challenge, we have the TCB pub quiz, and we also are going through some of Sydney suburbs on a bracket challenge this week. But before that drop of the week, we've got me and Miguel. We have Senny Hello. and Rowie. G'day, g'day. Boys, I've had a, I've had a run-in with the law. <laughs> The pigs have got me, oh my finally. God. So, actually not me. It was actually my dad that had the run in the law. I was just in the car. <laughs> but, okay, can I speak candidly and openly? Because obviously- this is an open platform, bro. Well, thank you. Because I had an interaction with the police and I would say quite a negative interaction. And I want to get your thoughts on, you know, how you would have approached this situation, you know, whether all New South Wales cops are in fact not tops and- <laughs> You know, <laughs> that's it. trying to figure out the double negative. Yeah. That's what they. So I was driving back uh, from a restaurant and my dad was um, driving me and we get pulled over for a random like RBT, right? Standard. Uh, the lady comes through and she's like, can you count to 10? And my dad's like, yeah, one, two, three. He's like, enough. Go, okay, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Say less. And then she goes, oh, can I see your license and registration? So my dad pulls out his phone and shows her the digital yeah. New South Wales license. Yeah. And then she just comes in with, where's your physical ID? And my dad's like, oh, you know, I left it at home. And she's like, why don't you have it here? And my dad's like, uh, well, I just thought, you know, digital license is enough. Yeah. And she's like, what happens if you don't have reception? <laughs> and I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here in the passenger seat like, I'm in Parramatta. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I didn't realize it was in, you know, country New South Wales. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm orange, brother. Relax. Like, I'm in barrel, like where there's no bars. And she's like, what happens if you know driving without a license is an offense. And in my head, I was like, well, I'm very aware of that. Yeah. But, oh, my dad has his license, you know? And by the way, the service New South Wales app, what an app it is because you don't even need reception yeah. Yeah. to access your license. Did you hit her without Zinger? No, because I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> um, and so she was like, so she was being extremely like, aggressively rude, right? And then my dad was like, okay, well, I'll bring it next time. I'll just, she's like, yeah, just make sure you have it in your car. What is, what's your battery percentage on? And then my dad's like, it's like 85%. <laughs> it's like, and there's literally a charging cable in the car. Oh, anyways. So she she's, asked how much petrol you had in the car. <laughs> and so I've, I've been sitting here and I was fuming at this interaction. Yeah. My dad was like, oh, like it's fine, whatever. They're just doing their job. Meanwhile, me and my mom in the backseat <laughs> are absolutely just conspiring against the New South Wales police. Because like, I don't know, man. Like he, she's basically like, you're not committing an offense now, but you could be. <laughs> That's I don't insane. know. Shoulda, woulda, coulda, man. Yeah, like that's a hypothetical. Like, what, what was she trying to get at there? Like, was there a, was she just trying to flex her power or what was it? It felt like a bit of a power trip. Yeah. Because it was like, yeah, you just like- Do you think she felt better when your dad was like, I'll bring it next time, miss? Probably, Sorry. Yeah, I think that's what got her off. But I'm a bit confused because like, am I allowed to spray the police? No. Because in my head- Of course I was, not. <laughs> why not? I can torture No, you can, bit. but there might be consequences yeah, coming yeah, your sorry, way, which you course. might, well, you definitely don't want. Okay. You might get some pepper spray in your eyes. <laughs> no. No, get, tell you, get out of the car. Hands behind your bed. 
just for giving You're her being aggressive the- towards law enforcement. Yeah, exactly. I think that in itself is a bit of a- You're obstructing justice or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We're not lawyers here. And then they'll plant some weed in your trunk <laughs> and you know, you're done. But I think you can give them a little bit of back and forth, oh, right? I don't you know. Respect, you respect, like it's a fine line to tread. Would you risk it? No. No, not, in the, no, not for this. It's not worth it. I would instead come onto this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I would be a coward and say, exactly. you know, afterwards on the ride home. But never, yeah, not not then and there. What are you going to gain from that? Especially with someone going on a power trip, you yeah. know? The slightest thing they could, you know, escalate that to the biggest degree yeah, of- She was actually looking for any reason as well. So she would have loved it for you to fire up. Because in my head, I was getting like a little bit angry because it's like a random unnecessary stop. My dad blew, you know, he only had like six beers. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was obviously blowing zero, right? And then so- and then she's just gone after the phone thing. It's like, well, why is there a digital license if I can't produce it? And why am I copying a spray from you about the fact that I have a digital license and not a physical license? Do you know what I'm saying? We're in 2023. I think it was a bit of racial profiling, right? I was going to say, not, you, reckon gonna was, say you reckon it was- You reckon it was- You want to go that, that. I, I don't think I would go. Oh, maybe it was. I don't know. Like, it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. We were in Parramatta, so there would have been a lot of- Yeah. It's like know. shooting fish in a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of high range drink driving, well, mate was telling me that one of his friends blew 0.2. <laughs> What's the limit? 0.05. Dude, it was four times the legal limit. He, so his choices were, obviously he got done for it. His choices were you get suspended for a year and then you have to do the interlock mm. where you basically, your car is locked and you have to blow the thing every time and you have to blow zero before you can use the car or five years. Five years in the slammer. No, five years suspension. <laughs> oh, right. He chose the five year suspension. Are you serious? Yeah. How but, long does this interlock thing last? Oh, I forgot life? to ask that, but I think he wanted to still, cause you have to blow zero every time you use the interlock. I think this yeah. brother wanted to have a couple of beers still. No, but if he's suspended for five years, he can't drive anyway. True, that is true. On record. Yeah, on record, oh, exactly. that's true, yeah. That is, that is so- His car dumb. currently has no you know, modifications. Yeah, oh, that was the other thing. The interlock, you have to go every month to get it serviced. Uh, so Cheap ass. Mm. <laughs> potentially. For five years, fuck that. Five years not suspended. I mean, suspended license is that. I would choose the interlock every day of the week, I think. Yeah, I think I would too. I mean, I would rather not- I'll choose range. plan B. Yeah. <laughs> Taxi home, read the ads when you go for a piss. Well, another thing I've heard as well is if you do get done for being over the limit, you can actually ask to get taken to the hospital. And apparently that's the best way because it can take time for a doctor to come see you. <laughs> and hopefully in that time, your blood alcohol limit will come down below the 0.05. Yeah, but that's if you're near 0.05. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Obviously if, if you're, you're blowing 0.2, 0.2 <laughs> don't, don't no hospital saving your brother. But then the other side to that is if you go to a hospital, they can test you for other things. So if you've been doing a few nefarious things that night, mm. don't go to a hospital. I don't think that's a thing, Sen. You can't just be like, hey, I want to go to the hospital to the police. What I heard that on do? the podcast. So apparently that is your- I, I've your heard police station. Yeah. You can get taken back to the police station. No, they always take you back to the police station. And that apparently takes like you, 45 minutes to process. And then you get the actual tube that you blow in. I've heard that you can request to go to a hospital instead too. And you can claim that it's more accurate. Request or something anything like these days. Have you seen the RBT episode of the guy who has like half a bottle of Jack left? <laughs> He's driving and it's like half a bottle left and he gets pulled over the RBT and, and blows zeros. Oh, what? Yeah, it's yeah. actually wild. This guy's like eyes, his pupils are the size of like light bulbs. <laughs> and he's got literally like a half open bottle and he's talking to the police and the police is like, oh, so, you know, what's doing here? And he's like, oh, I've just been, you know, drinking and driving of a long drive back to Sydney from Newcastle. And then they blew him and he blew zeros. <laughs> <laughs> Where can I get that kind of service? <laughs> Not like that. Wait, 
So he blew zero. Yeah, somehow. And, and they the, the faulty like machine, times. surely. But he got away scot free. And so, and so, and then I, because I'm a connoisseur of RBT clips on Facebook. Yeah. You know, yeah sometimes yeah. they pop up. And so apparently, like, you can, um, when you go to the station, you get three attempts to blow into this tube. It's like the high jump at school cross country. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, use your, you gotta use your best attempt. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, if you like, obviously there are some people who try and like not blow hard enough into the tube. Yeah, yeah. And so there's like some sort of offense if you don't blow it the third time, but I think you can delay it as much as possible. Like Manu said, you're Run in point zero six. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, but then what if you just start climbing? You know what I mean? Well, actually I've heard another one where again, another one of my mates got done for drink driving. You have to hang out with better mates. <laughs> How many of your mates are getting done now, for drink driving? I, I've told you guys this story already, but I don't think I've told on the podcast. So he got done for drink driving at like, obviously at an RBT. And then they went back to the, the station. And apparently what he did in between then was he <laughs> he farted and then like cupped it and put it into his mouth and ate his <laughs> fart. And then they retested him. And then he was below the limit no, like dude. an hour later. <laughs> I think even if he didn't do the fart, he would have been below the limit. There's no way that cupcaping yourself- <laughs> Gets you under zeros. I don't know, man. It's a uh, it's alternative medicine for you. <laughs> Look, I think as a podcast, we stand for no drink driving. Yeah, no drink driving. No obviously, drink driving. obviously. Call the taxi. Call an Uber. Oh yeah, send call an Uber. We'll catch the bus, man. Yeah, oh yeah, as common people. <laughs> well, send pays one hundred and twenty dollars to get home. <laughs> Outrageous. Moving on to other potentially heinous drinking scenarios, <laughs> as you have noticed in the ten minutes, Kush is not here. Mm. I feel like we should address that at the top of the episode, but. Kush is not here, and unfortunately, if you tune into the last few episodes, he had a chance to redeem himself. Senny weren't here last week. Mm. Could have won the game. He could have, but honestly chose not to with a poor performance. Yeah, I don't know. Things that were red, and what did he name? A red Toyota Corolla Yeah, he spent five seconds just naming the specific model of Toyota. <laughs> yeah, that was very odd from him. Anyway, that's on him. So today, as I said, was also the last week, so there's no hope that he wins. And Sen's breathed a sigh of relief mm. because- no longer, you know, in the games is he is he now these you know can't come last. No. When we talk about these punishments, Sen's no longer fearing it might be him. You know, us three here sit comfortable knowing it won't be us. We've been floating a twenty-four hour McDonald's challenge, which is you go to a McDonald's, you start there, you have twenty-four, you have to stay for twenty-four hours each burger you eat minus one hour. But we thought, you know what, that's been done too much. Yeah, let's make it relevant. Let's make it local to us. If you remember our tier list. The first tier list, we ranked some bars as trash. And I hope you know we're going with this. Kush has to stay in one of those bars for 24 hours, one of the trash ones. What one will it be? Sanctuary Hotel. Beautiful. So he will have to stay in Sanctuary Hotel for 24 hours. And what, what, how's he gonna get out? Drinks, food? Yeah, the works. Pick it's up so, chicks, I don't know. Yeah, all, all of the above, I think. Like one hour, maybe one drink. And then you got, you know, pool tables in there, pokey machines in there, mm. other patrons in there we yeah. can harass. Do you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Plenty of opportunity. So he's going to have to say, if, if we've looked it up, Sanctuary Hotel's open for about 18 hours. Mm. If by God, he still has to stay a couple hours, he has to sleep on the street. Like, that, <laughs> like that's on you at that point. Mm. If you haven't made up at least six hours and we want to cover with some challenges. So, but, you know, yeah. during the, during the um, whole challenge, we want to come up with some mini challenges that can even take off some more of his time. We were thinking, pick up the <laughs> pick up the hostess. Yeah, get a, get a number off the bartender. Mm. For example, good. what else are we thinking? There's, what could there be? I reckon. No, I reckon we keep it a secret. Dare I suggest? I liked one of the ones that you already put in the chat, which was um, 
win a feature on the Pokey. <laughs> <laughs> but it's his own money. He's not spending critical banter money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but that's a good thing. If he gets a feature, he gets money and time off. That's, exactly. So that's a win-win for you, Kush. That, ha- that has to be Jeopardy. That is true. Because if we give him podcast money, he'll, he'll do it regardless. Away, yeah. He's playing with house money. He's got to play exactly. with his own money. And I'm thinking if you guys out there have challenges, yeah. send them in. You know, don't, so don't send them to Kush. Kush. No, Kush doesn't have the podcast Instagram logged in. So you can DM the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, hang on. Yeah, he doesn't have anything logged in. <laughs> so, and, and me, Sen, and Migs will see it. So, oh, by the way, that's another PSA. If you do um, DM the podcast and you get a reply, it's 100% not Kush. Or even me, just to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, it's actually, yeah, just me and mine are splitting the duties sometimes. And if you do DM the pod, you are 99% likely to get a reply. Yeah. I, yeah. I would say almost, uh, almost 100%. 100%. Unless you have hate crimes in that message. Or you're a bot. Yeah, that's something we, we reply to those sometimes yeah, as well. Yeah. Do the we? shits and gigs. What about the guy that <laughs> <laughs> some guy messaged us saying, "Can I completely run your TikTok and Instagram reels?" Some bloke with like forty followers. Right. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. You know, probably not. All right, time for the office snacks ratings. Uh, we had a few people message us this week. Yeah, we've actually had a bit of traction going in. We've got a backlog. We've got a backlog. So definitely keep them sending in. Um, I would love to see. All kinds of industries. We've seen some wild ones. We have seen some good ones. Some very good ones, actually. We'll, we'll get to that in a few weeks. So this week, we've got one from Anonymous. So today, we'll be rating Goldman Sachs Office Snacks. So we've got a couple of photos here. I think we've got six photos. Jesus. Uh, and they sent it to us twice, actually. So they sent us the original first four photos. And then a couple of days later, they're like, oh, actually, there's more. Mm. So maybe they had a feeling that we were going to rate it maybe poorly. So they thought maybe they had to- Too high. Oh, maybe that as well. So, well, let's go through the first four that they sent us. So they've quite literally sent us the inside of their fridge. Mm-hmm. So we have, there's a shelf with different kinds of milk. Mm. There's oat milk, almond milk, almond milk again. There's skim milk. And then there's, I think that's full fat on the right. I can't yeah, tell. Yeah, I think so. The blue, the blue lid, I think is the giveaway. Oh, jokes. That's soy milk in between the almond and the skim milk. They've so got variations. So we've got the full spectrum of milks there, both the dairy and non-dairy varieties. What do we reckon about that? In line with Goldwyn, branded. They've got the top Mm. tier. It's not home brand. It's not, you know, lower brands. It's Vita Soy, so good. Paul's. Paul's. I've never heard of Paul's as a brand. Thoughts? Paul's is a great brand. It's one of the top milk brands. It's not A2, but it's dairy farmer's level. I'm pretty sure Paul's is the, I just want milk that tastes like real milk. Is that Paul? I'm pretty sure that's Paul's. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Iconic, iconic Australian brand. So they've got iconic say. brands. So in they're there. not skimmed out on the milk, no, which, no, which no. is something that you love to see. Yeah, exactly. Like, in my opinion, I can't really taste the difference between any sort of milk, <laughs> but you know, maybe the, the people at Goldman Sachs. The social credits I feel when I drink exactly. high quality milk. Well, they must have a more refined taste palette than the rest of us peasants if they're drinking Paul's. What are we talking about? The fridge is half filled though. Does that yeah. matter? I think it looks a bit village, the fact that it's only half stocked. No, we can't, because this could be during the middle of the day, you know, where half the milk is gone. We can't expect a fully stocked fridge. We can only go off what we see. And I see a half stocked fridge. All right, so moving on to the other photo of inside the fridge. (laughs) Actually, I I noticed as well, they're all clearly labeled, which I do appreciate actually. So on the almond milk, they have um, almond milk, like a little label. On the the shelf itself. On the shelf itself, they're all labeled. So you've got oat milk, almond milk, soy milk, and light milk. And now moving on to the next one. Secretary has too much spare time. They have a little tray for butter. And mm. it's beautifully labeled as well. And they got Devondale's Spreadable Dairy Butter. What do we reckon about that? That's a good brand as well. I mean, I can't say much about the, the butter itself, but I, but I do like the structure, the, the fact that they label yeah. each individual shelf. Yeah. Because then there's no you know, confusion about where you put it back. There's no anarchy here. Exactly. It's very, very structured, which I appreciate. 
Um, honestly, this photo is unnecessary. So <laughs> yeah, let's take a step back. The photo. You could have taken one photo of the whole fridge and we could have delved into it. I would have liked to have been there while she was taking these photos. Imagine being one of her coworkers and she's- She's full like, like upright to the shelf. And zooming into the butter, <laughs> taking a photo of that. Uh, well, we appreciate it though. So thank you for that. So thank moving you. on, speaking of, you know, that real, you know, OCD vibes that I'm getting from this, we're looking at a tray of tea and coffee mm. and it's beautifully packaged in different compartments and different little alcoves, if you will, for tea and coffee. <laughs> So we got on one row, we have Twinings, fantastic brand for tea. Mm. You got English breakfast and green tea. We got tea too as well. In my opinion, the prime brand for tea in this country. And then we've also got Nescafe sachets. I love this shelf. This shelf looks like how I sorted my iPhone apps back in 2013 (laughs) by by color. Again, nice and neat. You know where things should be. You know Mm. where to expect things to be. You know, you're not expecting tea two bags all the way on the other side of True, the shelf or whatever, true. you know exactly where it should be. Good variety as well. The good variety of T2. I'm happy it's not that fucking Zoetic shit again. Yeah, finally, finally. not this Karma <laughs> Sutra brand, bro. They got the staples. I like the brands they're going with. Can we know, talk about the types of tea that they have as well? So we said the green tea, the English breakfast, and then they got the T2s. You got lemongrass and ginger, which is one Staple, of my favorites. I feel. Staple. They got chai. They got Melbourne breakfast, which is again, banger. And then they got just chamomile, which is- so-so, in my opinion, but- But that's such a good assortment. Oh, a brilliant like, assortment. For example, the ones that I've seen around, the tea brands and the tea flavors, you're getting two. You're getting English breakfast and some sort of green tea. I'm not seeing five different variations of tea, which I think is delightful. Mm. So Goldman and tea too, nonetheless. So they, they're not, you know, wasting expenses there. And they've also got sugar and equal for your, you know- That's diabetics. class. All right. So moving on to the next photo. So the, the last of the original photos we got, it's- I actually don't know what this is. It looks like a bucket. And inside there's a couple of loaves of bread. So we got some raisin toast, thick gut, tip top. We got Abbott's Bakery, country grain, light rye, and rustic white. Gluten-free as well, mm. thanking you. Yeah, there you go. So they're inclusive here. And then you got a little another bucket within a bucket with <laughs> peanut butter. You got jam, honey, and fur. <laughs> <laughs> and what's all Vietnamese, you know, noodle soup. So it's, it's Vegemite, but I've never seen Vegemite in that format before. Someone's brought their custom Vegemite from home. Is that what it and is? And brought it into the office. Probably. I don't oh, know. Because I remember back, you could get Nutella with your name on it. So imagine if you rocked up to the office and you brought Sen. <laughs> <laughs> Spread me on some of your bread. Tufe, you reckon if that had someone's name, everyone's using it? Ah, probably. I actually, think, yeah, yeah, you still are. So what how we what do we reckon about this assortment of breads and spreads? It's like everything else we've seen. It's 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 staples. It's everything you need. Correct. Neatly organized. Neatly as well. organized is the key. I because, think that is, yeah, a common theme we've seen throughout. Because let's let's take a step back and go through Macquarie Banks, the Westpacks of the world, you know, all those sorts of things where they've just chucked it all on the shelf. Plonked. Plonked it, as mm. Kush said, with no care or arrangement or thought. At least Goldman Sachs, whoever's in charge you know, seems to have not much to do elsewhere because <laughs> her whole job <laughs> seems to be dedicated to organizing these snacks, which she does well. And going back again, yeah, the brands again are phenomenal brands. You got Tip Top, you got uh, Vegemite, you got Sanitarium, Coddy's. Again, there's no home brand or Aldi brand here. This is only the good stuff. Mm. And then a day later, Anonymous sent us two more photos. So how do you describe this one? Because I have never seen this before in any workplace. Never. So it's a shelf which is in the form of a vending machine, essentially. But the way to purchase 
the goods in the vending machine is you have to buy it through the Uber Eats app. So it's a bit of an honesty system because you, you select what you want to buy. You obviously pay through the app and then you just got to pick it up off the shelf and walk away. So that app, it's free. You could, you could technically take it off the shelf. Correct. No, this is ripe for stealing. <laughs> I mean, like, it's a good thing that Goldman pays their employees like hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Because I'll tell you what, if I was working at Goldman Sachs, I am taking the My Muscle Chef every day of the week. And I'll tell you what, it'll be free. <laughs> can we talk about some of the stuff that are that's in this? No, can we just talk about the fact that these guys are charging you to have snacks? Like, I understand that these are, you know, premium quality mm. items. But like, I'm pretty sure Goldman Sachs made like $42 billion last year. I'm glad you, you I, was, I looked up the same thing. So last year globally, Goldman Sachs made $47 billion. $47 billion and they're charging you for fucking chewing gum. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Mate, some of that is from office profits, mate. Not only that, yeah, well, maybe half of it from the vending machine apparently. Because <laughs> if you have a look at the prices, right? Mate, $2.50 for a pack of chewing gum, $3 for some cheese crackers. That's extortion. $2 for a can of Coke. I actually think that's good value. I mean, in today's economy, it's it's all right. That's not bad. No, that is not bad. Yeah, <laughs> okay, let's, fair enough. Let's, let's, you know, let's be Selective fair choice of Rose. But let's just talk about the assortment of snacks. So at the top, you got some Maltesers, which we don't have the price point for, but I assume would be extortionately priced. Uh, in the second row, we've got Kinder Buena. I would love a Kinder Bueno at lunch sometimes. Would you, you know? like to pay for a Kinder Bueno <laughs> at lunch sometimes? At some extortionate fee. You've also got Skittles. That's that's a great one. I would love Skittles at work. Mate, these are all excellent. But the fact is- You, you have could have anything excellent if you charge for it, mate. They could have anything. Thoughts on the My Muscle Chef though? I mean, it's great. I think it's super helpful. Like if you don't have to, because obviously they're working these guys to the bone, right? Yeah, that's a that's a 1 a.m. No restaurants open. You need a meal. They know you're going to go down to the, the pantry and pay like 15 bucks for it. Just quietly as well, in that little fridge at the bottom, they got up and go in there. I'm pretty sure on the- box, it says not for individual sale. What are they doing here? Probably selling it for $3 a pop. So they're literally doing what like boss men do in London. They go to like the local store, they buy it in bulk (laughs) and they just individually sell it at a premium. No, because these guys have taken out an Uber, like they have a shop front, you know, at the Uber Eats. Do you reckon we can go on Uber Eats and order Goldman Sachs can of Coke? Yeah, of course, but you can't get up the building. You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah imagine yeah. that. You order off Uber Eats and then you walk up Goldman yeah. Sachs and be like, oh, my muscle chef's ready. Can I please come up and pick it up? What's doing? All right. So boys, what are we what are we giving this? I'll be honest, the first four from the first four photos, I could have pushed like a six. Mm. Maybe even a seven. Okay. Because it's all staples, but this has really turned me off. This whole vending machine, this greed, this Goldman Sachs greed has turned me off. I'm giving it like a five. I agree, because like I thought it was doing so well. The labeling was nice, the brands were top class, it had everything you needed in the snacks, and then now they've got this charging on Uber Eats nonsense. I think I'll give it a six. I agree with both of you with some of your points there, but given what we have rated before, and you know, if we're looking at Deloitte was a one and your place was a four, I reckon this has got to be at least a six for me. I can give it a six. All right. We got the TCB pub trivia. This is the last game of our season. So well done to you two for making it to the end. If we look at the scoreboard, Migs is on six and a half. Roe is on six. So today's winner will be the overall winner of the challenge. Huge stakes. So if you're listening, you're probably thinking, what does the winner get? We know what Kush is getting, but what does the winner get? Well, the winner gets two things. They can be Kush's tormentor on the day of the challenge. So you will be the rule master. Wow. You'll also get a beautiful trophy. TBC. 
on the way, hopefully. <laughs> so you'll get a beautiful trophy and you'll get to be the rule master. So boys, is that enough incentive for you for today? I am feeling a lot of pressure. I've been behind Miguel all season. Mm. And and somehow, by God's grace, I'm now half a point behind. I didn't think I was going to be in this position. So a little bit of an underdog story. About three of those points, I think we got together, to yeah, be fair. That is so true. On the come up together. Would it be an injustice if you win today? I think it would be an injustice because mm. to be fair, Manny has, I think Manny has cleaned up the games for the last, you know, however many weeks. But He's we been always, clinical. I'm like, I'm like peak Golden State, bro. First three quarters I went out and then last quarter I- I was going to say, this was always going to be a marathon, not a sprint. And Roas timed his run beautifully here. So he's got a kick now. <laughs> Last game. Here we go. It's like normal pub trivia. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read out the first 10 questions. You're going to write down your answers. And then at the end of the first round, you guys will swap your whiteboards <laughs> and you'll mark each other's. Um, so you can play at home as well. Roe, I want accurate marking here. I don't want any funny business. I'll tell you where I want specific things. I've seen right. this man mark other people's work. I and know, it's I very know. heinous. Um, so we'll, the first round is general knowledge and the second round will be Australian general knowledge. Shit. So there's 10 in each. Some questions will be worth more than one mark. Okay. Um, is that predetermined? That is predetermined. I've already determined. Which so no, last question is 1000 no, no, points. No, 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 no. Right. Right. <laughs> there's no last goal wins or anything like that. What about enthusiasm points? No, you will get a team name point though. So I want you to come up with a team name between now and at the end. Okay. And then <laughs> this is a real trivia. Yeah, this is a real. Pub so you can trivia. write at the back if you want. And yeah, the funny name will get a point. Okay. If I decide neither name is funny, you'll both get negative one point. <laughs> no, that's not fair. No, no, no. Yeah, funny name will get a point. So boys, let's start with round one. Your first question. In which part of your body would you find the cruciate ligament? In which part of the body would you find the cruciate ligament? How specific do we need to be? Just give me the general vicinity. Okay. All right. Question two. Can I go lower half? No, you're going to be way more specific than that. <laughs> All right. I need the actual part of the body row. Second question. What is the name of the main antagonist in the Shakespeare play Othello? What is it? Oh, oh no. What is the name of the main antagonist in the Shakespeare play Othello? What does antagonist even mean? So, so the main- No, 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 no. Got the protagonist. Yeah. Obviously, so. you know, Othello. What was Othello about? Oh, I don't even, it was the, oh, we did this in year 12, did we? We did in year 10. Year 10, that's why I don't remember. I've mm. got no idea. Do you have a clue, Manny? No. I'm going to say the name at the end when we go through the answers and you will remember this name. Oh my God. All right. Okay. Is there any um, funny answers? You what? know what? Yeah, if you give me a funny answer. Nah, I'll... nah, nah. nah. Bullcrap, this nah, is nah, not nah, how nah, pub nah, trivia nah, works. Nah, nah. Only real answers, please. Third question. What element is denoted by the chemical symbol SN in the periodic table? Bruh. SN, <laughs> man. What element is denoted by the chemical symbol SN? Bro, I didn't know this when table. I did chemistry. Imagine now. <laughs> Migs was not the best at chemistry. I was actually decent at chemistry. But yeah, all my answers in chemistry were your answers, brother. <laughs> SN. All right. So question number Zen. four. What is the name of Dua Lipa's 2020 album? This is nonsense. I don't even know this. Unlocks. That's a free point for Manu. All right. What is the name of Dua Lipa's 2020 album? Well, is this 2020? Do you know? You know what I mean? Am I getting the wrong album? Give me a second. Give me a second. Let me just have a think for one second. I'm just going to, because Manu already knows this, right? So I'm just going to think out loud for I'll a I'll think of a team name while you do this. I'm thinking it's the Good For You, the Driver's License album. Was the album called Driver's License? That is what I'm trying to figure out. 
If you get this, I will actually suck you off. I feel like I'm on the right <laughs> I'm track. I'm putting that on the record. <laughs> Check out our Patreon for that yeah. video. <laughs> I feel like I'm on the right track here, but I just don't know what it's called. All right, I'm going to have to move on. Sorry, right? yeah. You can come yeah. back to that one. So that was question number four. Question number five. In what US state is the city of Nashville? In what US state is the city of Nashville? Mm. Do I need correct spelling? Truly not. No, nah, I'll allow this But if one. you know what I'm trying to say. If, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? If you give me correct spelling, I'll give you an extra point. Fuck. But if, you just, if you're in the general vicinity, you'll get a point. I'll know what you mean. But if you can get the spot on spelling, I'll give you an extra point. Oh, it doesn't look right. Question number six. What is the currency of Denmark? What is the currency of Denmark? All right. Next question. Name the coffee shop in the US sitcom Friends. Name the coffee shop in the US sitcom Friends. Oh, my favorite show, and I can't remember this, dude. The pressure is getting to me. All I'm thinking of is Harry Cafe de Wheels for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right, three more questions to go in round one. In which European country would you find the Rijksmuseum? In which European country would you find the Rijksmuseum? I'm the actual bin here. <laughs> So that was question number eight for those of you playing along at home. Question number nine. What is the fifth planet from the sun? What is the fifth planet from the sun? Okay. Are we all good for the final question? Yes. Yep. This one is a five mark question. <laughs> Fuck off. But I think you should be able to get it. What are the five colors of the Olympic rings? Okay. Oh, then that is a What are the five colors of the Olympic rings and you'll get a point per color you get correct. Dude, I think I'm getting like two out of 10 for this quiz. And this is not a hard quiz. I know that for sure. It's not. Danish. I chose some of the easier ones. And these are all things you've been to in your life. I'm sure you've been to Denmark. Never been to Denmark. Never been all to right, Denmark. don't worry about it. That was a tough one then. I'll give, oh, that's on me. <laughs> all right, let's go. Let's, let's are we swapping papers? swap the papers now. Yes, please swap with the person to your immediate adjacency. All, All right. right. Oh, this is my favorite feeling when you can see the other person's answers and you- Jesus. You okay. All right. So question one, in which part of the body would you find the cruciate ligament? Uh, we'll start row. What did Manu put? Manu put knee. And what did Roe put? Put leg. Mm. That's what you, you said the general vicinity. I could have put knee, but- Did you, you know it was knee? I, of course I knew it was knee. The ACL, the MCL. Why wouldn't you put knee then? Yeah, why did you put knee? Because you said part of the body. I was like, oh, leg, it's- Yeah, but that's saying knee and like internal fucking nah, nah, whatever. Give whatever. that to me. That's such uh, nonsense. Okay, I know I that he knows it's knee. I know so the give it to him, but don't be like that. All right. All right. What is the name of the main antagonist in the Shakespeare play Othello? Manny's put the more. <laughs> 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 and what is Roe put? He's put Iago. Is that correct? Iago is correct. Well done. Well done. Well done, Roe. Well That's done. one up on me. All right. So the third question, what element is denoted by the chemical symbol SN in the periodic table? What did Manu put? Well, Manu's put something that's not even an element. Okay. He's not. He's put silicon. Is that not an element? No. no. Oh, well, he's put selenium. No, silicon is it. What are you talking about? Silicon is, is it? I think it is. Okay. Yeah, get oh, done, brother. We he's put selenium. No uh, what have you put? Selenium he put. The answer is tin. Yeah, yeah no, you know not happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question number four. What is the name of Dua Lipa's 2020 album? We'll start with Manu. What did Ro put? 
Bro put Olivia Rodrigo Seminole Classic <laughs> driver's license. <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> driver's license was by Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, it's Dua Lipa, bro. I'm thinking- <laughs> Yeah, when you said driver's license, then I looked at each other. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm thinking of the wrong girl. All right, so what did Manu put? Future nostalgia. It is correct. Question number five was, in what US state is the city Nashville? And then I want you to both read it out and spell it out as well. Well, I got it wrong. Okay, what did Manu put? Well, Manu put Tennessee. Correct. How did he spell it? Ten, T-E-N. Yep. E-S-S-E-E. It's T-E-N-N-E-1-S-E-E. So he'll get a point there, but doesn't get a point for the correct spelling. What did Ro put? Put Mississippi. Don't worry about the spelling. I had no- <laughs> Can we hear about the spelling? No, nah, the spelling might be right. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-P-I? Yeah, nah, I don't know. Double P, double P probably. <clears throat> but when you said, because I had no idea where it was, and then you were like spelling, and yeah. I was like, Mississippi is the only place I know that has a weird spelling. All right, so mine is taking the lead at 3-2. Next question is, next question is, what is the currency of Denmark? What did Miguel write? Krona. Rose also put Krona. How'd you spell it? K-R-O-N-A. Has Mix, Mix has done that? He's also spelled it like that. It's K-R-O-N-E, but I'll allow it. I'll allow it for both of you. Well done. Crone. Yeah, look at you guys pretending like you didn't know that one. This that was a guess. general That's knowledge. That's a bit of gamesmanship. All right. So next question was, name the coffee shop in US sitcom Friends. What did Ro put, Manu? <laughs> Is it Cafe Sydney by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> and what did Miguel put? Central Perk. Wow, Ro. That's- Yeah, poor form for that me. That is very That should have been your me. point, mate. So in which European country would you find the Rijksmuseum? We'll speed this all up. We've yep. got the same answers for the all three okay, questions. Okay, let's quickly go then. All right, for that question, what do we have? Netherlands. Netherlands is correct. All right, what is the fifth planet from the sun? Jupiter. Jupiter is correct. And then the final one, what are the five colors of the Olympic rings? Do we have the same colors? Okay, maybe not. Red? Yeah. Red is one of them. Yellow. Yellow is one of them. Green. Green is one of them. Blue. Blue is one of them. Black. Black is one of them. Well done. Well done. Okay, so at the end of the first round, Roe is on 10 and Miguel is on 12. Okay. All right. Close. Two. Still Please close. give the whiteboards back and let's begin round two. It's going to come back to the team name, I think, dare I suggest. <laughs> All right. The boys have finished rubbing out, so we'll begin round two. <laughs> The first question, <laughs> the first question is a two-parter as well. Two-pointer, sorry. So these are all Australian questions. These as well. are all specifically Australian questions. And the first one that. is a two-pointer. Only two mammals on earth lay eggs. Both are found in Australia. What are they? Laying Only two eggs. mammals on earth lay eggs. Both are found in Australia. What are they? Question number two. In the year 2000, Kathy Freeman won a gold medal for which event? Beautiful. Kathy Fuck. Freeman won a gold medal for which event? The original lyrics of Waltzing Matilda were written by which Australian poet? Oh. The original lyrics of Waltzing Matilda were written by which Australian poet? Would we know this? This we would have learned this in school. Question number four. This one, I'll give you a point for getting it right and I'll give you a point for getting the spelling correct. <sighs> Name the highest peak in Australia. All Name right. the highest peak in Australia. Now, how do we spell it? It's a beer. We went there on camp. We, we've all been there. I've been there with both of you. We didn't climb it though. We went we, halfway. We went halfway was, and turned it back. It was too windy apparently. What's wrong already, man? I'm a couple letters in. <laughs> <laughs> Question number five. What is the national gemstone of Australia? We have a gemstone? <laughs> what is the national gemstone of Australia? What? <laughs> all right. Question number six. 
This is the hardest question of the entire trivia. It's all been hard, bro. The Sydney Opera House was designed by which Danish architect? <laughs> no way. The Sydney Opera House was designed by which Danish architect? Manny's writing. Do you actually know the Danish architect who designed it? No. Would, would, would we know this? Like, do you think Again, we, we would have learned this in school. I remember learning this in about no year way, four, year bro. five. It's one of those, if you see the name, you might know, but there's nah. no way you're getting off the- All right, question number seven. Which Australian prime minister disappeared while swimming? Thank you. Which Finally. Australian prime minister disappeared while swimming? An answer I know for sure. Mm. Question number eight. How many stars are there on the flag of Australia? Oh, no. How oh. many flags are there on the- <sighs> How many stars are there on the flag of Australia? Question number nine. Which artist performed for Australia's debut in the Eurovision Song Contest? Dude, um, this is a man who's freebie here. Are you mad? You know this artist. Well, I'm sure I do. Which artist <laughs> performed for Australia's debut in what the you, Eurovision what? Song Contest? I reckon 2017. 2017. Yeah, that okay. era. And final question. Which city was Australia's capital from 1901 to 1927? Just name a city. 1927. Just name a city. Which city <laughs> was Australia's capital from 1901 to 1927? All right, so give your whiteboard to the other person. And you know what? I'll Let's look at the team names first. I want to give the points out early so I don't have to, you know, get swayed by it later on. Fair All enough. Right. All right, so Manu, read out Rose first. Rose has put the definitive Sydney pub trivia team. Okay, and Rose, what does Manu put? Team knows the difference between Olivia Rodrigo <laughs> and Dua Lipa. <laughs> Do I just give you both half a point there? Then uh, nothing outstanding with either of those team names. Yeah, I think it's- I think we'll, we'll share the points there. You'll both get half a point. Okay. All right. All right. Now let's begin. Question one was, there are two mammals on earth that lay eggs. Both are Australian. What are they? And I said it was a two-pointer. The first one, we all know, platypus. Beautiful. Lovely. Easy. The second one, echidna. Echidna. What? I did That's not know mammal? that. Neither did I. I didn't know that. I forgot their existence. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> During that question. All right. So All me right. and Marnie both get one point. One point. All right. Question number two. In 2000, Kathy Freeman won a gold medal for which event? What have you guys put? Manny's got the 400 meter. Ro has the 400 meter. You're both correct. Well done. All right. So question number three. The original lyrics of Waltzing Matilda were written by which Australian poet? And I want to hear what Manu put. So, Ro, please. Manu's put Roald Dahl. <laughs> Author of famous novels like the BFG. Is that a, was that a Matilda joke? As in, because he wrote a book called Matilda? No, yeah. bro. I, I know. Well, yeah, it was actually. Uh, yeah. well, if he did, I would have paid it for that. But no, unfortunately, that is not the answer. Ro's you know, put Banjo Patterson. Is correct. correct. So question number four. Oh, this is the this. one where I know you both know the answer, but I want to know the spelling. So name the highest peak on the Australian mainland we all know is Mount Kosciuszko. Uh, Ro, read out Miguel's spelling. Kosciuszko is K. Yep. O. Yep. S. Mm. Z. Mm. I. Mm. O. Mm. S. Mm. K. Mm. O. Wrong. Oh, he spells it the same the way. same way, I think. Oh, actually? Yeah. Probably, yeah. How did you end up with that? No, is so there a U in there somewhere? Correct. It is K-O-S-C- I U S Z K O. There is no made way. up that spelling. <laughs> what is the national gemstone of Australia, Ro? Migas has put opal in brackets coal. <laughs> okay. And then Miguel. Ro's put opal in brackets towers. <laughs> Comedians, are we? <laughs> 
I'll take your first answer. Opal is correct. That's unreal from us, actually. I know. We pat ourselves on the back. Yeah, Where are we? You guys know this stuff. All right. The next question. <laughs> the Sydney Opera House was designed More by comedians. which- <laughs> The Sydney Opera House was designed by which Danish architect? Miguel, we'll start out with what Roe wrote. But Hans Zimmer. <laughs> is he even Danish? I don't know. I just thought Hans was a <laughs> Danish name. And then uh, Roe, what did he put? I don't even understand this reference. Rasmus Holland. <laughs> he's is, Danish. Is he a footballer? Isn't he Norwegian? Oh, he's not he's Danish. <laughs> no, he is, he is, he is, he is. He's Norwegian, isn't no, he? No, he's Danish, plays Christian Eriksen. Come on. Oh, okay. Well, you're both wrong anyway. The answer Shock. was Jorn Utsen. Mm, famous. Jorn Utsen. All right, question number seven. Which Australian prime minister disappeared while swimming? You both should have gotten this. It was? Harold Holt. Harold Holt. Healthy so, Harold. Currently in this round, Ro, you're on six and a half. And Miguel, you're on five and a half which means you are currently ahead by one point with three questions to go. Mm. So how many stars are there on the flag of Australia? And Ro, what did you, uh, what did mine put? We both put six. And you're both correct. Mm. Wow. Mm. All right. Next question. Which artist performed- <laughs> Damn. For, which artist performed for Australia's debut in the Eurovision Song Contest? We Ro? both put Guy Sebastian. And that is correct as well. That's tech, that's knowledge, man. That's in the depths of my brain, that is. All right. So that brings us to the final question. Miguel is leading by one point. It is all to play for for this final question. And the my question was, God. which city was Australia's capital from 1901 to 1927? Ro, what did Miguel put? And Miguel, what did Ro put? put it, tell me at the same time. <laughs> I want to hear it. Three, two, one. Canberra. Sydney. The answer is Melbourne. Congratulations, Miguel. Yes! You are the winner of the challenge. Justice, thank God. Oh. By one point, by the barest of margins. Miguel one point in the game. Two on emerged victorious. After leading the entire way, I think it's only fitting for it's him deserved. to win. It's deserved. It is deserved. Right so to, well right done, to the finish line, fair play. Alrighty, fellas. We're bringing back the bracket challenge. We've done a couple in the past, but today we're going to be rating Sydney's most iconic suburbs, putting them head to head and finding a winner. So we've got a couple of matchups, big heavy hitters, uh, but I want to kind of get your vibes. How are you going to actually, you know, measure who's winning in these head to head matchups? It's mm, a good question. I think we should be looking at a few metrics, stuff like, you know, livability, affordability, quality of life, entertainment options, mm. infrastructure, public transport, <laughs> All right, I just sound down. like a politician like now. A surveyor. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot to go there through. There is a lot to go through. So, but those are the kind of general uh, points we'll be trying to hit. Manu, similar vibes. Absolutely the same. I need a bit of everything. You know, if I live there, does it have what I want and need? Mm. But what about you know tourism? Like, uh, oh, I could care less. I yeah, couldn't care get less. Get him out of here. What about you know you taking your mates out to these suburbs? Is yeah, that, I think that that's falls part and parcel of what's in the suburb. Correct, part of the entertainment package. Okay, well, I'll go through the the list um, of heavy hitters that we've got so far. Firstly, we've got Surrey Hills versus Newtown. Ooh. We then move to Chatswood versus Parramatta. We then go to Cabramatta versus Bondi, and finally, we end with Strathfield versus Manly. So, some big names on the list. You know, some uh, big names maybe going out early. Mm. But we'll see where we get to. First up, Chatswood versus Parramatta. My God. What a what a first entry this is. What a matchup. Hubs. Absolute yes. hubs. They've got some of the biggest suburbs in Sydney. I'm looking at the metrics we spoke about earlier. These are 
hitting all those metrics. You got restaurants, you got infrastructure, schools, hospitals, shopping centers, shopping centers, public transports, unreal, good houses. You got access to train stations with direct trains to the city. What more do you need? What more do you need? How do we even split split the difference here? Well, let's start off with Parramatta. Where do we see this? In the, it's a Western Sydney suburb. I've always said Para is a melting pot of cultures. You know, you can, on any given street, you can see 30, 40 different uh, nationalities on there. So it's beautiful. Multiculturalism. I love it. They say Para is going to be the next CBD. That is a massive title to have. They've said that for about 20 years now though. But it's getting there. Slowly but surely it's getting there. The buildings, the light rail, the shopping center, it's growing. There is also suggest the sporting arena, the stadium. Home to the Parramatta Eels. West Sydney Wanderers. Who else? That's true. So in terms of <laughs> in terms of entertainment, you've got your sport, you've got your restaurants. There's a club, I'm pretty sure, in Para as well. Is there not? Club there Para. Is, there club is. Para. <laughs> is that an RSL? I don't know. We got kicked out of there one time. <laughs> <laughs> that takes effort to get kicked out of there. Well, we um, have a friend who wants to build a club in Parramatta. So maybe that comes out pretty soon. That's true. You got some shisha bars as well. So you got plenty of entertainment options there. You got open Bay late, Vista. Open late as well. Bay Vista, talking of clubs. <laughs> yeah. Can we talk about the music in Bay Vista? I hate Bay Vista with an absolute passion. I live 20 minutes from Para, but I can hear the Bay Vista music from my house. It's literally a crepe. It's a dessert place where you go after dinner with sells like crepes and waffles and whatnot. The dessert selection is top tier. Yeah, yeah. but then you can't hear yourself speak or think because they're <laughs> pumping like, you know, R&B music through the loudspeakers at like a thousand decibels. Great place though. Food wise, yeah, great place. What does Chatswood have? It's got about 10 different shopping centers to be fair. Chatswood Chase, Westfield. <laughs> Lo and behold, all the other ones. The Chats would have enough diversity in its food options. I don't know about that because I think like para, you're getting the works. Mm. You're getting whatever you need, right? But Chatswood, uh, I would say very oriental focused. I was going to say Chatswood, I'm going to group them all together. They got Asian food. Mm. Para, you have Asian food, you have Indian food and you have Lebanese, Middle Eastern food as well. But I would say the average quality of Chatswood is much higher than Parramatta. That's debatable. I would agree with that, to be honest. I think Chatswood has- How many times have you seen an Eden Sydney sort of place and it's always Chatswood? They're mm. always linking back somewhere in Chatswood. Power, I don't see as much. But what do we see? What's more important? Is it the quality of the food or is it the diversity of food? If we go and buy metrics alone, Chatswood beats power in food. All the other metrics, I can't. Location, actually, to be fair, much closer to the city and everything else. Mm. What would you rather live in? Which place would you rather go to, you know, raise a family? That's a, so that's a tough, a tough question. Is it? I'm choosing Chatswood every day of the week. <laughs> Look, as, as good as Parramatta is, melting pot, I would say a little bit dangerous, more on the it's dicey okay. side. That's, that's your own personal opinion. That's a right prejudice there. there. Yeah, exactly. That's not a prejudice. It is. Dude, I Where's mean, the facts? What do you mean? Where's the facts? Yeah, exactly. Where's Prove the facts? Yeah, what exactly. we mean? You mean to Parramatta Park late at night? There's yeah. some dodgy dealings going on there, my I friend. I go there quite often, actually. Because no, <laughs> you're doing the dodgy dealings. <laughs> I No, I, I'm going to stand strong for Para here. I think it is the hub of Western Sydney. It's the heart. It's got more about it. It's got more heart and soul than Chatswood ever does. Chatswood is a soulless Agreed. husk of a place. Agreed. So I'm, I'm batting for Para here. It's got to be Para. Cabramatta versus Bondi. Two different ends of the spectrum. Yeah, I don't even- <laughs> Two different ends of them. Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. How do we compare them? Well, Cabramatta- very Vietnamese focused. Yep. If you want, you know, Vietnamese food, the best Vietnamese food is in Karamata. Bondi, not a Vietnamese person inside. <laughs> so there's that. Well, no, they're in the water drowning probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
say Cabin Batter for value alone, the food. It's unbeatable. I reckon one of the best in Sydney. You're not getting any closer to that. Yeah, but mm. the value I'm losing is the petrol it takes to get there, mate. Same thing for Bondi though. You got to drive out there. Yeah, but I'm not going there for value. What's easy to get to? Bondi has a station. <laughs> They're both hard to get to. Bondi Junction has a station. True. Bondi Beach does not. That is a good point. Cabra, is there a station in Cabra? There is a station in Cabra. So Cabra is- I wouldn't go there though. No, definitely not. Definitely not. How do I get to Cabra station? I don't even know. Oh, I would drive. <laughs> Definitely, but I would drive to Bondi as well. So I think that's they they equal each other out. So <laughs> equally shit <laughs> for yeah. us. For us, let's you know before we get attacked in the comments, it is tough for us. But how can you go past the beach? Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, I agree. Entertainment wise, right? You go to Cabin Matter for Vietnamese food, fine. But you go to Bondi for just vibes. Like yeah, we have a public holiday on Monday. Are you are you even tossing Cabin Matter <laughs> as an option? Like is that even in your first fifty <laughs> suburbs? <laughs> Be honest. What do they do for fun out there? Drive by. They go el- <laughs> Again, am I allowed to say that? Yeah, you can say that. They go right. elsewhere. That's what they do. Yeah. Is Are there we slandering Cabra Matter? Let's you know. Let's no. Is there respect? Is there a Cabra Matter rescue? No. There's a Bondi rescue. <laughs> so like, if it's good enough for a TV show, it's good enough for the next round. Yeah, but that means you have to get Ross rescued from Bondi. That means there's some kind of danger in Bondi that you need to get away. But from. there's fun. Mm. Are you having more fun in Cabra Matter? All right. Fine. Fun, no. I think I think we've established that Bondi is more fun. Where, which one would you more rather live in? Bondi. Okay. <laughs> All right. So currently food for Cabra Matter. Yes, food. No, Vietnamese food. Sorry. <laughs> food is like highly like, debatable. I want to give Cabra Matter something. So food for Cabra, mm. but for fun, livability, <laughs> safety, <laughs> proximity to the city. Oh, he's just saying it's Bondi. It's a clean sweep for Bondi. Yeah, it has send, to be Bondi's Bondi. up. Send Bondi straight through. Tough matchup for Cabra. Bondi goes through. Next up, we have Surrey Hills versus Newtown. Surrey Hills and Newtown for me is, you know, a bit same, same, but different. You know what I mean? Let's similar vibes. Two sides of the same coin. Correct. They're two places where you go. If I'm thinking fun and entertainment, they're actually two of the higher places I'm thinking. Mm. Newtown, especially. You've got good bars. You've got clubs. Go there to watch a bit of comedy if you want. You've got sport, the arts. So in terms of culture... I think Newtown slightly edges. Edges, yeah, I would agree. That in terms of culturally, Newtown has a little bit more diversity for you to go. Oh, the diversity is off the charts. Oh, absolutely, mate. You got you got everyone there. You got different colored hairs, piercings deluxe, non-binaries, the works. Everything you'd want to see in terms of diversity, you're going to get in Newtown. Which I respect. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, 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 let's not get that, that wrong. <laughs> I wanted just... to see where this all was going before I even say a lick. Let's just put that on the record. Food-wise, Newtown, Surrey Hills. Both Surrey Hills got, is better. I think Newtown food overrated. Me too. Oh, hang on, hang on. Let's let's Italian go. bowl overrated. I was gonna say you got Italian bowl. You got Thai patong, one of the best Thai places in Sydney. Yes. Yeah, that is that is a good point. Mate, you can get Greek food in Newtown. You can get Ethiopian food in Newtown. You can get Turkish food. The the world's your oyster, literally I had, I had in Newtown. Peru- but I can say I've got Peruvian food. I had that in Surrey Hills. Okay, all right. Yeah, some of the best restaurants in Surrey. Uh, okay, I'll give you that. I'll say Newtown has more options, but Surrey has better quality. Can we agree on that? I can agree on that. Can we agree on that? You don't think so? As in Surrey Hills, I think has also a lot of options. Okay. Newtown, I think, like Mick said, I think the food is a bit overrated. Okay. On Surrey Hills, in terms of why I think it should go through, I'm a big Surrey Hills proponent. I lived five minutes from there. Okay. Stones throw away. In terms of what you got there, the people were friendly. Yep. You know, there was the housing commissions on one side. So you get a little bit of, you know, to your roots, you know, you got rough around the rough edges. Rough around the edges. You don't want this, you know, clean city. Then you've got the white 
rich people, mm. you know, who are owning the the multi-million dollar terrace houses. Yeah. And then you've got people like us. You've got working class people, university students- Working class. In a share house. And I'll tell you what, all three of those mixed together in one suburb, I thought it was beautiful to see. You get see. a dichotomy. You get a bit of everything. So livability for Newtown, potentially. Too A bit too far from the city, are we saying? Can I just say, every time I've been to Newtown, I've been fined for parking. So <laughs> I know that's my fault. That's on you for yeah, not finding the- I've like- parked there plenty of times, no fines. But I'm just going to put it out there for the record. The Rangers at Newtown, mate, they're out to get you. I'll tell you that much. Can we give something to Newtown for at least having a train station? Newtown you know? is more- Close together, I feel. Correct. Right by the train station, everything's along the main road. It's all right there. That is true. There's like two or three main roads. You just Sorry, some down. of the streets look all the same. I don't know where I am half the time. But overall, what are we saying? I'm going to have to give it to Surrey. The reason why I hate Surrey though is the walk from Central up to everything else. That hill is fucked. Yeah. I, that's why I despise going to Surrey, man, because I always have to make that walk, bro. I'm sweating by the time I get to dinner. Yeah, I personally think Surrey is also a bit overrated, but I'm happy to put it through. Alrighty, Surrey Hills scrapes through by the skin of its teeth. We then move to our final first round matchup. Strathfield versus Manly. This is an easy one for me. Strathfield every day of the week. (laughs) Really? Dude, Strathfield is the geographic center of Sydney. Look that up, I made that up. But you're 20 minutes from the city, 20 minutes to the Western suburbs, 20 minutes down South, and maybe 40 minutes to the North, but that's fine. (laughs) It is quite literally the center of Sydney. In terms of food, you want Korean food? Mate. I've got options for you. You want anything else? Go somewhere else. That's fine. <laughs> but five minutes, 10 minutes away. Correct. That's, close. And that's close why by. it is the goat place. It's in the middle of anything. So if you don't want Korean food for the seventh time that week, just go somewhere else and you can just drive somewhere else. The train station, within 20 minutes, you can get to the city. What more do you need? But Manly, if you look up, you know, top 10 places to visit in Sydney. Are you seeing Strathfield as one of those options? For me, yes. No, but you're seeing Manly. You've got the ferry that you take to Manly. You've got Manly Beach. Mm. You've got Freshwater Beach, a stone's throw away. Yeah, but Strathfield has the fountain. Yeah, don't so if we're talking about water features. Exactly. <laughs> so that's up there. Dude, that is as culturally significant as Manly Beach. Can I opinion. smoke on Manly Beach? Yeah. No. Can I smoke by Strathfield Fountain? <laughs> yes. But Tenfold. Uh, technically, you're not allowed to. <laughs> Uh, this is a very difficult one because they're so, they're worlds apart. They're well, so worlds apart. Look, I had a shocker experience at Manly the other day. Please. I got a bit of fish and chips. I sat by the pier. My keys fell through the fucking wooden floorboards. Again. They, they fell into the water. Like Roe getting fined at Newtown. This sounds like a you problem. No, it's structurally wrong. There's so many gaps between, <laughs> between the planks of wood, mate. That's that's on them. Shoddy workmanship is what you're blaming. Exactly. Here. I can't swim. I had to get, some kids had to get it for me. Oh, did you get it back? I got it back in the end. Okay. All right. Wait, wait, you just commissioned some children to come swim and go diving for no, your so keys. The, the keys fell through the thing. And then me and my missus were like, oh fuck. Like we did that, you know, we, oh fuck, what happened? And the kids are like, oh, what happened? And then I said, oh, our keys fell in. And before they knew it, they jumped in. We'll get it for you. I'm like, thank God, because I wasn't going to jump in. Does that not speak to the culture and the, you know, the the community of men? The brotherhood. Children would jump in and save a stranger's keys? I'm sure if you did that in Shreffield, some cute little Korean boy would have done the exact same for you. (laughs) I don't don't think he would. I think they would. I think they would. You're telling me if you dropped your keys in the gutter. Yes. That some child would come and pick it up? Yes. No, I think they'd pick it up and steal your car. Oh, that's Rose opinion only. I do not hold <laughs> I don't those hold those opinions either. Okay, fine. So food wise, I think we're saying it's got to be Strathfield. Of course. Okay. In terms of livability, what are we saying? Proximity to the city. 
Let me say this about Manly and the Northern Beaches. They like to be exclusive. Mm. If it was up to them, they'd blow up the Sprit Bridge tomorrow. You know, they don't want us there. They don't want common folk. They want to make it hard to get to. Correct. They like being in that little bubble up there. You're not going to get that in Shrefield. Yeah, that is a good point. No, that is a very good point. They are exclusive. They're a click. Like the Northern Beaches, if you're not from there. It's a cult. Immediately you're out. Dude, they're like freshy, Northern Beaches, blah, blah, blah. Dude, it's a, you buy into the ethos up there. Yeah, when you go I'm up there, you change. When I'm at work, I'm talking to someone from the Northern Beach. They're talking to me as if I know the place. They're giving all this lingo, all these random Call places. Roy. They'll just chuck out these <laughs> random names. I'm like, brother. French's Forest. Shut the fuck up. Dude, I got no idea. They they look down at us. And do I have time for these sort of people? No, not really. Yeah, just for that. It's got to be Strathfield for me. Has to be. Absolutely. Alrighty. Strathfield moves through. We go to the semifinals now. Semifinal number one. We've got Bondi versus Parramatta. This is an easy one for me. All right, I already told you how much I love para, so I'm not going to repeat that. I'm going to tell you why I hate Bondi. Mm. The people, firstly. They're not like me and Euro. They're not. They don't look like us. They don't have the same values as us. Correct. You know, they're worlds apart. What was the most iconic thing we said about Bondi? The beach. I hate the beach. I famously can't swim. <laughs> oh, I can't swim either, so I'm in the same bracket. If I go to Bondi, you'll catch me on an episode of Bondi Rescue. Oh, my <laughs> God. And they're going to be pulling my lifeless body out of this beautiful ocean. Mm. So the one redeeming thing it has is not even enjoying. But I agree. It is beautiful. It is a beautiful ocean. Don't get me wrong. So please, I'm not a hater. I love the ocean. I love, you know, the idea of Bondi. Mm. But I simply will not be there often enough for me to justify living in Bondi. What will I be in every week? Parramatta Stadium. Correct. Watching the footy, watching soccer, watching everything. At Bay Vista, at Armani's. You know, that's where that's more <laughs> where I'm comfortable with my homies in Para. Your values, they align to our values. And if we talk about the housing market, oh, let's oh not even go God. there. Speak of actual value. Yeah, exactly. We're not even the same tax bracket as these guys. <laughs> no, like, we're, we're significant brackets below it. <laughs> and they don't want us to be in their tax bracket. That is true. If we're comparing, obviously the houses, I would say are much nicer in Bondi. Oh yeah. yeah but there yeah. is absolutely zero chance that I could live there. I even tried to rent there. And like <laughs> when I was looking at the prices of the rental market, oh. mate, through the roof for the worst rental place I've ever seen. Literally it was like a one bed, zero bath, $1,200 a week. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Zero bath is obviously, you know. <laughs> half, half a bath. Half a bath, yeah. Share a bath with your next door neighbor. So then you've got the house prices. But then not only that, you've got English and Irish backpackers. They just flock to Bondi because it's so iconic, mm. right? They're just going to go there. So, you know, you're walking around the streets and, and suddenly you feel like you're in London or Dublin. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know. Parramatta for me has to go through, unfortunately. Agreed. It has to. Semi-final number two. Strathfield versus Surrey Hills. It's a tough Ooh. matchup for Strathfield. I feel sorry for it. Strathfield's a great suburb. It's unfortunately come across a very, very good suburb in Surrey mm. Hills. Easy one for me. Strathfield, what the fuck is there to do? Outside of Strath Fountain and Strathfield <laughs> Plaza. It's a bit boring. I would say very boring. You I go don't want to eat. get that aggressive, but I agree. You go to eat, it's about it. You eat, you leave. And even the food. Comparatively, like Strathfield to Surrey Hills. Strathfield's good, but- Surrey's like pinnacle. It's like S-tier goat status food. Like what have you got in Surrey? You've got Messina. You've got Yochi. Oof. Would you rather have Bingsu or Messina and Yochi? Oh, that's an easy one. What, what is it? Uh, now I don't actually know what the answer is to that. <laughs> nah, Messina and Yochi every single day of the week. Absolutely. So we're saying Strath's boring. Yeah. I would agree with that. Then we're saying Surrey Hills has better food, yeah. which I'm also going to agree with. You know, but then if we're talking about 
Nightlife. Again, Surrey Hills wins. Oh, it's not even close. Like, Surrey Hills, you got Goro's. You got the Beresford. You got Forrester's. Great pub. Live music. Shreffield has karaoke. That's about it. That's not too bad. That's a good draw, to be fair. <laughs> That's not terrible. But the thing with Surrey, if you want karaoke, you just got to walk somewhere. Walk yeah, to exactly. Central. Exactly. It's that easy. You got to just walk somewhere. So what are we saying? Is it is this a clear cut Surrey Hills over Shreffield? Uh, unfortunately. I think it has to be. Surrey Hills straight to the top. Alrighty, the big one, fellas. The finals. Parramatta versus Surrey Hills. Wowie. All right. East meets West here, boys. Actually is. It sums up Sydney, I feel. I've always said Para is the Western suburbs equivalent of Surrey Hills. I've never said that, but it sounded good in my head. It sounded nice. Yeah, I believe you for a second. I think they're both fairly equal in what they bring to the table. They're both good, good food. Mm. Absolutely. Good nightlife. True. Good I would culture. Say, I would say Surrey Hills has better nightlife than Para. But That's- Para still has very good nightlife, especially given it's in the suburbs. It's a different kind of nightlife. Correct. That's exactly what it is. It's more family friendly mm. nightlife. And we still appreciate that. It's nightlife nonetheless. Yes, I agree. And it does have the sport, you know, which Surrey doesn't have. So mm. all in all, they're pretty equal footing, you know, same, a bit kind of sketchy in some areas, but mostly safe, to be honest. Well, yeah, Surrey's not perfectly safe either. No, exactly. So in terms of crime rates, I mean, Parramatta probably slightly higher than Surrey Hills, but there or thereabouts. Both great suburbs, but what splits for me, if we're looking at Surrey Hills and what it lacks, but what Para has, when you're in Surrey, you could get those sort of things like a walk away mm. or even a close car ride away, right? Yeah. Sport, for example, you just got to go to Moore Park. True. You got everything, right? Para though, if you want a great, you know, nightclub nightlife, you got to go far. Correct. Dare I suggest two Surrey two, Hills. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Correct. But like, sorry, it's like, it's either there or thereabouts. And that for me, like, does it. The location is top tier. Is Surrey Hills the best Sydney suburb? It might have to be. It just might have to be. Yeah, I mean, I think we do have a winner. It's a, it is close though. It is close. But Surrey Hills has won the bracket challenge for this week. That brings us to the end of another riveting episode, I got to say. And I was notified mid-podcast that today is International Podcast Day, boys. So wow. Congrats. Well done to us. Uh, don't know how we're going to celebrate, but- We're not. We're not. Okay, fair enough. We're celebrating by podcasting. How meta. Uh, if you have any office snacks that you guys want us to review, please send them in. We've got a few in this last week and we love them. So we'll get to them eventually, but keep sending them in. So we have a massive backlog that we can eventually get to. Uh, and if you have any other suggestions for podcasts or maybe challenges for Kush to do, like we said, DM the Instagram page. And I want a quick shout out. Shout out to you guys not living in Sydney if you've made it this far in the episode, <laughs> because the past few have been a bit Sydney centric, but fair play to you. Absolutely fair we, play. We, yeah. We value each and every one of you and maybe we'll do a Edmonton's best suburb or some <laughs> shit. I don't know. Milwaukee. I don't know. Um, otherwise, yeah. Check out our TikTok, our Instagram, our YouTube for all the prior episodes. And of course, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And we'll catch you guys next week.